what you heard it's what you hearing it's what you hearing listen it's what you hearing listen it's what you hearing listen Gonna give it to ya. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. X gon' deliver to ya. Knock, knock, open up the door, it's real. With the non-stop pop problem, stainless steel. Go hard, getting busy with it. But I got such a good heart that I make the motherfucker wonder if you did it. Damn right, and I do it again. Cause yeah. I am life, so I got to win. Break bread with the enemy. No matter how many cats I break bread with, I'm That song gets me so hyped. Welcome back to the Watchful Series Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. And we got Devin and Charmaine with us, and we are here to recap uh, one of the best. Man, we can't hear you when you talk underneath that music. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know. It's, uh, crowd can hear me, but y'all can't hear me. Uh, but we are here to recap uh, one of the best impossible white man movies of all time. Impossible uh, Keanu! John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabolum. Uh, I mean, I, I guess I can... <laughs> Parabellum, I don't know how to fucking say it. Yeah, it's Parabellum, yeah. I was like, Parabellum, I was like, isn't that some math shit? But, you know. Amazing. Listen, I don't care about the title. I really don't care about the synopsis. Super assassin John Wick is on the run after killing a member of the International Assassin's Guild. And with $14 million price tag on his head, he's the target of Hitman. Listen, that is all nonsense. The the synopsis of this film is don't fucking try to kill John Wick. Cool. That's what it is. Yeah, the 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 synopsis is fourteen million dollars is not enough. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking crazy, yo. That is crazy because it's not. That's the oh that's the synopsis of this film. Uh, who can kill this man? I need to know. I need to know who can kill this man. The answer is nobody. That's the it, answer. It, I mean, we're, we're we're gonna get another movie. So some. So are we gonna get like? John Wick Seven, then and then the the big guy kills him. the The big bad kills him finally. So you think he's gonna die in one of these movies? Because I, I mean, don't think he's gonna die in any of these that. movies. He says he'll do these movies as long as they let him do these movies. Um, so uh, gotta get, get Bellum and then Antebellum and then whatever comes after Antebellum, Rebellum. Oh my! I hope we get ten of them. That's so good though. Oh my god. Um, so Devin, uh, what what you think about this film overall thoughts? I I loved it. Um, I the only thing I had a problem with is these dogs going for everybody's dick. These <laughs> dogs were dick hungry dogs, and I was very just like, do they know any? They didn't go for it. Alex Barry had them trained for that. Just grabbing dicks and biting dicks. And I was like, God damn it! But uh, other than that, it was really good. Um, the short hair woman. Uh, she got on my nerves a little bit because I feel like, uh, bitch, you're not the manager. You're really not the manager, bitch. You're the supervisor. You're not the manager. Uh, what Does did they call her? What was she? She was the arbitrator. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like a lawyer. Bitch, you're a supervisor. You, you supervise this shit. You're not a manager. The adjudicator. The yeah. adjudicator. That's what it was. Adjudicator. That's a good name for a. That's a better name. Was it a? It's a good name for a subvillain. She looked cool as <laughs> shit. Yeah, she did look. She did. I like that. I like the look. Uh, Charmaine, what about you? I mean, so I've I've said this on other places before, but I have this insane love of Keanu. He's only upset me one time. Um, I love Keanu with as much passion and fervor as I hate Tom Cruise. Oh, um, listen, both these dudes can only play themselves in a movie but when 
Tom Cruise does it. I hate it, and I hate him, and I, I can't. I just need him to stop being in front of my face. When Keanu does it, I love him, and it cracks me up, and I can't deal with my life. And I just like, so I, I mean, feel like you're he bringing can't. some of that real life Tom Cruise hate to the movies. Yeah, yeah, I, I feel am. Like that's what I, yeah, I am. That's what it is. But okay. also, that dude cannot act himself out of a paper bag. The oh, only time don't do that. He's done a good job. But he can and run. And I was mad that he made me laugh was his character in Tropic Dun- Thunder. Oh, yeah, he was great. By the way, Tropic oh, Thunder is one of the most underrated films ever. Oh, my God, it so is. underrated. It's so movie. good. The cast is by itself is Listen, great. Listen, that you can have a white dude <laughs> in blackface, a white dude pretending to be another it. dude pretending to be another dude, and no one got upset because it's precious Robert Downey Jr. And because it was funny. It was hilarious. (laughs) Because it it felt real in a weird kind of way. Like It felt like a method actor who was that insane would go through those kind of lengths. Like Shia LaBeouf popping his own tooth out. Fucking the Joaquin Phoenix. That's Joaquin Phoenix. That's what it is. Like that that level of a character. Like he, he did the character so well you weren't mad that he still had to do the thing. To play the character, you know what I'm saying? Like it was amazing. It I just uh, remember, I just remember what else made me mad about this movie. The only thing that made me mad, my man Keanu needs some orthopedic shoes. Why the fuck is he walking like that? I'm talking about the <laughs> beginning of the movie. Isn't he about, also wearing I mean, like this started heavy like, ass boots? But this started like 12 hours 20. after John Wick too. Yeah, you're right. But right. I mean, beat still, the fuck up. Yeah, yeah he, he fucked he up. Comes in, beat the fuck up. He got but six hours. He looked like they are killing him. By, by the way, whatever pills he took from the pharmacist, I need all gotta those. be incredible. Yeah, the the amount of adrenaline those pills gave him is absurd. So, yeah. So this film, no one goes to see these films for a plot. I could tell you the plot, but I mean, <laughs> who cares? I mean, the only thing you need to know is his wife's dead. Someone killed his dog. Everybody's gonna pay. That's all you need to yeah, do. So he broke he, some rules. He he's the, just trying to... He killed the dude in the hotel last time, and so now he's been excommunicado, which means he can't go anywhere within the whole assassin world, and all the assassins are out to kill him because he got one of the biggest bounties there's ever been put on his head, which is $14 million, which is a lot of money, but not enough money to try to kill John Wick. <laughs> like, we can't pick him up. There wasn't a sniper that said, I'm going to get this guy. You know like... what I'm saying? Is there... <laughs> Is there no people out there that have sniping ability? He's wide out in the open most of the the movie. That's an excellent question. But that means you (laughs) have to set up and wait for him to come to where you are. Because you can't just, like, set up and snipe. You know he's in New York City, though. Do you you know know how fucking big New York York City is? You know that shit. But you know the radius he, he would be in. The only smart thing would be is to set up in front of that hotel and hope he comes to that hotel. You know what? I gotta say this. I love a movie whose premise is so fucking stupid, but they put so much production value into it, and they attract some names. Fucking Angelica Houston, Lawrence Fishburne. Like, they got some real-ass people in this movie doing just corny-ass shit, but acting like it's not corny. By the way, my man the Penguin was in this movie, too. Did you see that, Devin? Yes, I did. The penguin from Gotham. I did see him. He was in. Oh movie. yeah, he was, wasn't yeah. he? Oh, he's like the guy. He's like the, uh, the telecommunicator people. The, yeah, whatever. He's in that little. Yeah. Room, right? 
I don't know what to call those people. Operators. Operators, yeah. So this film, basically, here's the thing about John Wick. The plot is, here's the thing. As <laughs> fucked up as this plot may or may not be, they put a lot of effort into trying to, like, explore the world, which I give them credit for. But they still know the bread and butter, the reason why you came here, is to see this motherfucker kill some people in cool fucking ways. And by the way, my favorite he action movie of all time. wrote that dude with a book. Uh, yeah. My yeah. favorite action movie of all time before this was the last Mission Impossible movie, which was I fucking agree. incredible. Yes. This uh, fucking movie action scenes were outrageous. The I, scene when they were throwing the knives were oh my God. fucking incredible. <laughs> I love that scene. I loved it. <laughs> they, they, Man, did, they did what Godzilla doesn't do, and that is give you Man, action what? scenes. Oh, shit. That's funny. I didn't know that. Imagine. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm going to do that just to piss you off now. Nope. Don't forget, you got a you got a Yonbonichi Nihonjin on your show right now. Oh, you did that too! Shout out. I what just said a quarter quarter Japanese person. A quarter Japanese? Yeah, I would say to somebody, "Watashi wa Yonbonichi Nihonjin this." I am a quarter Japanese. <laughs> oh, I bet you get a lot of looks in LA saying that. I mean, there's Japanese out here. They'll laugh at me and they'll be like, oh, that's cute. You think you're Japanese. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they don't play that so shit. They don't, they don't play that shit. Yeah. So, Devin, what was your um, favorite fight scene in this film? Do you Can you pick one? Oh, I mean, I love the fact Holly Berry and those dogs ate oh. a lot of dicks. I uh, that. I mean, I, I just was, I thought it was a little gratuitous after a while. Cause they just kept going for the dick. Like those dogs are just trained to bite dicks off it and tear them off. Can we um, talk about what the fuck accent Braun was using in that movie? I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Braun was great in this fucking. He film. was really good in this movie. Was he supposed to be Algerian, Moroccan, random white, Swedish? What the fuck? I think was he was he supposed, supposed to be random white from a. You know, he's an import. You know, <laughs> he's got he's such white. a fucking face. Man, yes, his face is just yes. so good. It, it says I'm a dick. It says I'm the Still dick. Bad he's not on the Iron Throne. <laughs> that face is so good. I will cape for Braun. Oh, uh, but also yeah, that, we that got that to see Lance Reddick do some fucking action. Finally. Yes, man. He took Oops. that shotgun. The, the black dude. The black dude. Oh. The, the belt. I mean, Damn, the I never manager. His name. I love that dude. When he came out all flustered, that was the funniest thing ever. Because that dude is composed. This shit. Yes. And he had one little moment where he was flustered as fuck, and it was adorable. They the literally way, killed everybody in Morocco that little, in that city. They literally killed everybody in that city. I Even want... that damn, I don't know anybody's name anymore. Who? The homeboy that played the the main bad in Morocco, or in the desert, out in the desert. Uh, I love that actor. I think he's Algerian actor. Uh, oh, the, he was, the, his name was. Um... He said "Hideous Kinky," which is a weird movie that I love. What was his name in the movie? Um, I don't remember anybody's name. Goddamn, that's too long ago. It's too long ago. It was a whole week. We can't remember that far back. Two two weeks. Yeah, it was almost two weeks ago. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. So, by the way, I watched three X Men movies. (laughs) With fucking no, no, not those. But we'll get to those later. Me and Charmaine. I was just like, okay. But I watched three X Men movies. quote quote unquote action movies. With uh, Holly Berry, that was 19, 16, 
in uh, 13 years younger than she is now. And she was a far better action star in this film than she was then. She was incredible. Did you see the video <laughs> clip of her gun training, too, that popped up the other day? Yes. So yes. she looks like she's actually gotten some proper training. And uh, and Keanu, too, he don't fuck around. Like, he, he works out out here in L.A. in this uh, wushu school, and he works out with the same dudes he's been working out with for, like, 20 years, wushu experts and shit like that. Like, he takes the stuff pretty serious even though like now you can tell he's moving a little bit slower and stuff like that he still takes it really serious so i appreciate how much effort they put into the choreography and the and what looks like some legitimate fighting oh yeah like it's the most realist fighting that you see in any other action movies honestly as far as like combat and what you would do reaction wise um i used to like the the born movies for that but this really transitioned well is for like real live scenarios like gunfighting and knife fighting and stuff like the that elder yeah oh okay yeah. yes the yes it that took is... me a minute to get back there okay yeah the elder and there was also a really cringeworthy scene where he like put the knife in his guy's eye which was yeah oh, i yeah. don't do eye stuff very well i've <laughs> I do eye stuff. like it's the whole reason why i wear glasses and not contacts or gotten lasik or anything like that like my biggest irrational fear is that my eye is going to get poked out and leak out of my face. I have okay. nightmares about it. It is a real problem. You could be scared of spiders and snakes. I'll be scared of my eyes getting popped out. That shit fucks with me. I could not deal with that. It's a real thing. That's, that's not a bad I don't look. I Like a second I see it coming, I'm like, no! And I look down and, um, you know, uh, there's another movie that we'll probably talk about on another thing where there's an eye glass situation and it fucked me up yesterday, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so Charmaine, did you did you enjoy uh, him traveling the entire world in this film? Like the other two <laughs> so films were basically so contained to New York. This film, he was in. What was he in? He was in, um, he, he was Morocco. In, yeah, he was in. Um, he was in Casablanca. Uh, he was in Casablanca. Uh, he was in New York, and then did he? Go to Casablanca through some Russian shit or just on a Russian tanker? I think he went just on a Russian tanker. Then he ended up in like the Middle East, like in the desert, not the Middle East. Morocco's in the Middle East. He literally became the the alchemist. Well, yeah, Casablanca, like he's he's in the Sahara. That's the closest place to it. I think, I mean, I like they could do whatever. He could be in space next time. I don't give a fuck. Like, this movie is so ridiculous. It's one of those ridiculous movies that you just love, like Machete. Oh yeah! I oh know my god, that movie Machete is so stupid good. as shit, but I fucking love it. Like it is so ridiculous. And then when they did the whole Machete in space thing, I was like, "Yeah, let's go. Why not?" Rick and Morty. Oh goddamn, I love Rick and Morty. Um, but yeah, but no, Rick and Morty has like a whole plot, and it's like really, really smart. Yeah, this film is just like you want to see some dudes get fucked up in cool fucking ways, and you will that's not it. leave disappointed. And that's what yeah. I love about this film. Other films. I'm not going to talk about it right now, but other films uh, try to tell stories when no one gives a fuck about the story. They just want to see shit get fucked up. And you try to tell me a story, and then you don't tell a good story, so then I'm double mad because I don't get to see people get <laughs> fucked up. And the story's bad. And the, first of all, you got to triple that because the graphics and all the fucking money you spent for me to get excited about the destruction I was gonna see, and then you not do it, so you—that's triple. You triple mad. Yeah, or you yeah. can't see the destruction, which you know. 
For what reason? In the King of Monsters film, which I will now talk about, you can't see shit. Which in this film, you can see every little detail. You can see everything. Yeah, and that's the other thing. The production value is so insane. It's so crystal clear. It keeps getting better. Yeah, It's beautiful. The the scene in the stables with the horses. I mean, you would see muscle, like and sinew and shit like that like as they're moving and it's just uh, during the slow-mo and through and during the other parts like it was just beautiful forget how ridiculous it is or anything like that like you could just watch it like it's like those those cinematographers should get some credit for that shit because that movie is well shot also they beautiful. actually had that motherfucker riding the horse in oh, new yeah. york city Okay, here's one thing I gotta say, because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you, y'all hear me all the time how sensitive I am about anything getting Asian shit wrong or move mixing Asian shit or whatever. And you know, they're doing all kinds of martial arts here. They're doing kung fu, they're doing wushu, they're doing karate, they're doing all kinds of shit or whatever. They even didn't make me mad, which they a hundred percent should have. They didn't make me mad casting uh, Mark Dukak. Casa yeah. whatever, like he's a Hawaiian, Chinese, Filipino, whatever. They put him in a full ass Japanese role, and it's one of the. Few I mean, I just think he was a killer. He was a killer. He's just a killer. He's an assassin. But he was a sushi chef. He was wielding katanas. True. He, he damn, also I... was very much mimicking. Hold on, uh, isn't that the dude from Council. Iron Chef? Yeah, no. Iron no. Chef. No, this is yes, the dude that is the dude from Iron Chef. That's the dude. Uh, you ever watch Iron Chef on Food Network? Uh, that's not him. He's a, he's that's an actor. Not him. That's, that's the actual like this. No, is that's actor. him. I'm looking at it on IMBD. You know the guy in the beginning of Iron Chef that says, "Oh, it is Bobby him, Flay yeah. versus such oh, and such." So not, you're not talking about the chef. You're talking yeah. about no, the guy who the, host, the, yeah. the chairman. He's the chairman. Yeah. Okay. That's fucking crazy. I didn't know that was him. (laughs) He's been in all kinds of shit. And he, you know, he's a really good martial artist or like a stage martial artist and things like that. So I appreciate him. I thought he was hilarious. His little, his little line after he's all banged up and he's like, that was a good fight, yo. Like, hilarious. (laughs) You know what else? I thought I said Charmaine's not going to be mad because they didn't make him beg for his life. Well, see, this is what fucks me up, right? Like, I mean, I don't know. Did we talk about it on your show or my show? I am, like, terribly angry and upset that that they had the Japanese character in Endgame beg for his life. One. Number two, the actor that played that character, Sanada-san. No, he's not Asian. He's Japanese. He would never, ever beg for his life. A samurai would never beg for his life if a fight is lost this is part of the culture this is deeply if the fight is lost you acknowledge and respect being bested and you're so my question is aren't you don't but aren't there bitches in every culture like i feel like Mm. every culture has people who are bitches like every culture no you're not supposed to you're not supposed to you're not supposed to be a sore loser in sports but there's always some suckers yeah, and if you're not looking, I'm a I'm a turn into the bitch I, I am. Who I lose mean, and never, then they? I never met a Nihonjin bitch, so I don't know. 
I feel like every culture has to have. Every culture has. There's been some de- some Dodgers. But like, oh, I'm not dying. We're all dying. No, nope, I'm gonna go this way. Like, I don't, like, to tell well, see, like, listen, this is how intense the culture is about this stuff. There were there were kamikaze pilots who like were on their way to a mission, and um, either like the battle was already won by that point, so they didn't have any targets to bomb, and so they were like, well, I guess I'll go home, and then they were ostracized for the rest of their life for failing to complete their mission, even though their mission, there was no more mission to complete. And so basically like, this is how intense this culture is where it's like suicide is a different thing for Japanese than it is for Americans. So like, I have a different respect for suicide than as a Japanese that, that I don't really necessarily see the tragedy in it first I invest, you know, I want to investigate it first because I understand it as a Japanese as like a honor restoration or just like a um, correcting a wrong in some kind of way. So like for a kamikaze pilot to not fulfill a mission, even if the mission doesn't exist yet, they basically expected them to crash anyway. Like, well, you should have found something else to crash on. But there were some people. It's the same mentality that was in our culture. Yeah, of course, there's probably people that would be afraid or don't want to die or whatever. But so maybe he was one of those. So intense. Ah, Not Sonata. Like not that actor. That actor. You don't understand my deep, deep affection for Sonata. I can't even believe someone convinced him to do it. It makes me feel like he was getting rusty on his English and he didn't understand what (laughs) they were telling him to do or something like. That whole scene fucks me up. I basically, that's the scene I get up to go to the bathroom for because fuck that shit. They probably okay. told uh, him, you're going to be... But going back to this, yes, he didn't He didn't beg. He res- I love when warriors respect the prowess of another warrior. Like, that whole thing, and maybe that's why I liked him so much and it didn't bother me that he was, like, posing as a Japanese. Like, it worked. It did. It did what I needed it to do in terms of... I would only say that the prolonged with the two uh, Asian are they were they Asian or, or Mexican Americans or I mean Latin Americans? No, they were like they were like um, oh, the henchmen. Um, yeah, the two the ones yeah, that you don't never the kill the henchmen. They were Thai. They were like I think okay. they were Thai. Because that fight that fight scene was way too long. It that's the only part I was just like this is too long. Uh, I almost tapped out and went to sleep, and uh, the person I was with was like, "Oh, what are you doing tapping?" I was like, "No." Just lasting forever, and I'm just waiting for one of them to die. And <laughs> like, you can't be like a fanboy mid-fight and then get back to being serious, and then back to being a fanboy. Like, I, I didn't. I didn't it like was that. weirdly cute to me. I don't know why. Like, yeah, I think that I think you're right. That scene was a little bit long, but it was like it was weirdly cute of people being like, "Oh my god, I love you! I'm gonna fight you! I can't believe it!" And then oh. actually try to fight that person. I think it's funny. And John was like, he was like, uh. Okay, uh, we're supposed to be fighting, right? So, <laughs> do you want a selfie, or am I gonna kill you? Like, uh, not sure. Also, Bobon was in this movie. Yes, he was. Bobon, yo, in the library, he looked he looked decent. How'd you feel about his acting skills? I thought he looked like a big ass motherfucker. <laughs> I was just thinking about the giant and fucking Prince Princess Bride, yo. Who's but? Oh, the Boban, um, the Clipper. He's a basketball player. He's a basketball he player. He looked like Sixers. he looked like the dude that played um, Lurch. Oh shit! He got oh, a from Adam's strong family? face situation. He yeah, definitely... he's gonna be in a lot of shit. Uh, Rashani just joined us. Rashani, we are in the middle of our John Wick three review. Oh shit! I'm Never late. To tap out soon too, because I'm. He... Oh, we can tag in, tag out. Oh, tag in, tag out. I started this one because I kind of know what. You know, it's you know, 
it's John Wick. So, uh, Rashani, you got any thoughts? Nigga. 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 <laughs> nigga. I'm nigga. Ready. See? Nigga. Yeah. Like, look, nigga. So, look, is it okay if I call y'all nigga? Look, nigga. Nigga. <laughs> nigga. Like, nigga. Nisha. Nisha. Nigga. Nisha. Nigga. Like... <laughs> so, look, niggas. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <sighs> John Wick is what happens when somebody is like, you know what? Fuck all that talking shit. <laughs> Niggas want fights. Mm-hmm. Take out all the talking. Like, all of it. I thought they had taken out all the talking in John Wick Part 1. Nah, niggas. Nah, they could do it better than that. Niggas. Niggas. Eritreans. <laughs> they had motherfucking dogs. And motherfucking bulletproof vests. Yeah, I forgot about that. (laughs) Motherfucking walls. (laughs) They were still dick-hungry dogs. They were dick-hungry dogs. Your obsession with the penis, sir. Because I couldn't look away. I'm like, why are they going for the penis, though? Here's the thing. Everybody everybody in that film talks in sound bites, except Ian McShane, because he's great. But yes. (laughs) Everyone else talks like Keanu talks literally in sound bites. He says like no more than three words at a time. Oh my god! But his favorite, his best line of the whole movie. I get it. I, <laughs> literally, literally, a sound bite. He yes. killed my dog. I get I it. Get it. <laughs> that was great. That was literally his whoa moment of John Wick. Whoa. <laughs> He had a Bill and Ted? He hit my man did a Bill and Ted? Yes. He's a wonderful actor, but everything he does yeah, is literally sound bites. Keanu. He's not a good actor. He's a wonderful Keanu, though. I love yes. him. He's... Well, yeah, but he's great at that. Nothing but sound bites. I know Kung Fu. Whoa. Ah! He shoots into the sky on point break. So this was his movie. This was the movie that he's always wanted where he ain't got to say shit but kill people. I don't think he said more than 12, mo- 12 words throughout the entire movie. That I don't. I don't know what he said. Old. By the way, he's going to be in Toy Story 4, which I can't <laughs> imagine what character he's playing in Toy Story 4. He's playing e- a evil Knievel type Daredevil. Oh, that's motorcycle. who he's playing? The, 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 the Daredevil? I had an evil as a kid. Mm-hmm. I had an evil <laughs> action figure as a kid. He's also playing Ted in a Bill and Ted remake. Oh, Let I'm me, here for it. And George. he played in Always Be My Maybe. Yeah, he, he was did wonderful. Play. He was that. himself. Listen, listen. I'm going to watch that movie later because of you, Shani. Thank you. My whole thing about Keanu started a long time ago. But can I tell you that my brother and I had, uh, we had one year. Oh, you're going to love this, Brandon. So my my black dad decided one year we were broke, so he decided to do Kwanzaa that year, and um and so we had to hand make our gifts. It's not because he believed in Kwanzaa or anything like that. It's because we were broke. So <laughs> for Christmas, he made me and my brother. He got a, a refrigerator box from the warehouse he was working at, and he got he painted it up to look like a photo booth or a phone booth. And my brother and I played Bill and Ted. Like until the phone booth broke, and it was amazing. And so, 
Bill and Ted three, old ass Bill and Ted, hundred percent here for. I want to say that's wonderful, but at the same time, that is so fucking just. Bill and Ted face the music. I'm here for the premise. Do you know the premise? Uh, Storyline: Two would-be rockers from San Dimas, California, were once told that they saved the universe during a time travel adventure, but, but find themselves as middle-aged dads still trying to crank out a hit song and fulfill their destiny. Mm-hmm. They got to go back in time because they have to be like, "Motherfuckers, you were supposed to make this song already. Hurry up!" <laughs> so, what have we wait. talked about so far in this? Uh, well, you in know, this review? the whole. You know, the he fucked some people up. It was fucking cool. All right, no, fuck that. Hold, please. The motherfucker in this whole goddamn movie was not John Wick. It wasn't whoever Halle Berry was supposed to be playing. It wasn't the fucking dogs. It was a fucking adjudicator. She, adjudicator, adjudicator, sir. They were gangster as shit. Yes, she was. They. They're non-binary. Yeah, oh, I didn't no. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also played in uh in Billions. So if you ever and, see that show, uh, they're in that show. Uh, Orange doing... is the New Black, also. Jank- yes, and in Orange is the New Black. Oh, I didn't know. The white supremacists. Yeah, they are dope in every role they play, even if it's a small role or playing a white supremacist. Whose name but... is Asia? The yeah, Asia the... Dillon. Asia Dillon. This was the role for them. This is the role of a lifetime. Like in John Wick 2, where Ruby Rose played the deaf uh, assassin or whatever, that was a role that was made mm-hmm. solely for that. Like that, when you saw that role, you were like, this is Ruby. Like, Ruby killed this role because she didn't have to fucking talk. Um, <laughs> this role, like, they were so fucking just... It was just like emotionless. Like there's nothing personal to anything I'm about to do to you. But uh, you gave him seven bullets, so we're gonna give you seven cuts. Even the idea of, of the That's... adjudicator character was fucking cool because mm-hmm. yeah, nobody fucked with them Mm-mm. because they're they're <laughs> just here to uphold the rules. You have broken rules. We are here to see that amends has been made for said broken rules, and, and after... that's all we want. After John Wick and whatever the front desk guy dude's name was blew up all the people they brought out the first time and the second time, then they hey, hit up uh, <laughs> hit up Ian saying, like on a parlay. Yeah, what parlay? But you know, you know that was only the first wave, guys. You guys know that was only the first wave. God, and and that's the other thing that I loved about the movie was the self awareness of who they were going up against because. The uh, Asian dude, who I believe was also in Kill Bill, um, I believe he no, was. No, it. He looks like that dude. That dude's Gordon Lau. Oh, so that wasn't Johnny Mo? Oh, damn it! I could. I had convinced Nisha that that was Johnny Mo, like a motherfucker. <laughs> because basically, they decided to rip off the Roll character from it. Kill Bill um, for that. But mm-hmm. like, he looked. He did a good. He did a good copy. And the way that he was just like. John, I just want to say I'm your biggest fan. Like this is fucking fantastic. While he's getting his ass whooped. Hey John, you cool? Hey, uh, hey, I'm gonna be up in just a few seconds. <laughs> I'll be I right love back. Shouting came in here just being all kind of opposite of Devin. <laughs> I loved this movie. I thought it was we He does what he does movie. best. 
I snuck into this movie because we watched <clears throat> the way this came about is that in Reno, if you ever go to Reno, which I don't know fucking why the you would. Little town. Reno is awesome. Oh, it's not. <laughs> Vegas is awesome. Reno was a dying quasar. Okay. Like, okay. But one great thing Reno has going for it is on the outskirts on South Virginia Street, there is a, a Century uh, movie theater. The Century movie theater from the times of 9 a.m. when they opened. First of all, they opened at 9 a.m. Secondly, from 9 a.m. till like 6 p.m., all the movies are five bucks. Oh, that's dope. Secondly, after 6 p.m., all the movies are nine bucks. That's really Thirdly, <laughs> yes. Thirdly, they still don't have assigned seating, so you could just movie hop like a motherfucker. So we went and saw Aladdin, and then we movie hopped into John Wick, and I damn near walked out and paid them. I wanted to pay them for... <laughs> Movie hopping into John Wick. I was like, this movie deserves all my cash. That's, that's very honorable of you, sir. You didn't do it, but still, oh, I didn't fucking do a, it. I mean, it's I a thought, thought that counts. It's like, 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 uh, like, like uh, Scott Pilgrim said, but I thought real hard about doing it. I am. <laughs> that is such an underrated movie, too. Um, uh, is it underrated? It's got a pretty big following. When we talk about that movie, remind me to tell y'all why Scott Pilgrim ain't shit. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyhow. Well, before All you right. jump back into another hot take, I'm I'm 19 minutes past when I was supposed to clock out. So okay, before you go, Charmaine, what do you give this movie on the scale of one to ten? It better be an eleven. <laughs> Man, you gonna just jump on my joke and shit? Uh, well, I'll give him my my next favorite number then a twelve. Thank because you. Oh, okay. You know, I, I laid it down hard in the beginning. I have and I have a deep, deep love of Keanu. He can only play himself, but he does it so well. <laughs> he is charming as fuck. Hit my favorite line in the whole movie was, "I get it." I get it. And, and it was like such a karmic moment. It's like such a good it's so moment. good moment. Yeah, it's, it's a good moment. It's got all kind of heavy hitter actors. It's got Halle Berry. It's got it's got Angelica Houston. It's got Lawrence Fishburne. It's got Ian McShane. It's got some just beautifully cinematically shot things. It's got excellent lighting. It's got horse muscles. It's amazing. It's and it's, and it's got royal respect. Like. I respect you as a warrior. I'm so geeked out fighting you right now. This is amazing. Let's be friends. Mm-hmm. I love it. And you're happy for a sequel, right? You're happy for the. They could literally do a movie every year, and yeah. I would be, right. I'd be there for it. Yeah. Right. I'm here for Keanu. Hey, hey, yo, wait! Before you leave, Charmaine, can we please talk about Halle Berry ditching that nigga in the desert? <laughs> Like, you ain't gonna want to drink after Holly Berry. All right, sure. Oh, no, I'm drinking all that. That's bit me right in my mouth. God damn. That was so, <laughs> that was so fucking funny. My man had to become the alchemist. He said, walk in the desert until... It's deep eye contact the entire time. It's like, oh. I'm doing some fuckery to you, and I'm looking you in the eye, so you know that I'm not fucking around when I the do it. The eye contact was on the level of Samuel L. Jackson when he drank the whole drink of Scott's <laughs> Big Kahuna Burger Soda in, <laughs> in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh, that shit was wonderful. I'm here for it. All right, thank you, Charmaine. Thank, thank you, Charmaine. Charmaine will be back Charmaine, with us. Charmaine, I'm hopefully. sorry I missed you. 
I'm, I'm sorry I missed you too. I was so excited that we were going to be on the show together. We had the end of season party for my basketball team. It went a little bit longer than I expected. Kid but then awesome. white folks ran in there with the with the Blue Live Matter t-shirts on. It was like, it's time to go. Uh-oh. <laughs> Charmaine, I will text you about doing this retro X-Men thing sometime. I still got one more to watch, so yes, yes. Sometime this week. So we can see right. those movies. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So, uh, one one last thing before we the rest of us score this film, um, Devin Rashani, do you think John Wick will kill Ian McShane in the next film? Or you know you what's funny? Devin up? Rashani is Kid Awesome's real name. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. That is very true. Um, go for Shani. You go. You like you I hope your not. You're I hope not because honestly, I like Ian. I like where he was coming from. I know that he didn't want to turn John over. I know he didn't want to do any of that, but he loves his hotel so much. I want him to literally be able to work with John, but at the same time, in the next movie, John and that front desk nigga gonna go heads up. You think so? Yep. Uh, you know. I don't know. I don't know. That's his man, Joe. I feel like that's but that's man. Ian McShane's right hand. That's true. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I, in my mind, I think when John knew when he came upstairs, he had put. I don't know if he put one of those those vests on because you could saw the way the bullets came off of him that he knew something was up. Mm-hmm. Um. So maybe they could be bygones. But again, everybody was shocked when that nigga was gone. Like they was like, "What nigga ain't there?" All right, yeah, yeah. The boogie man's alive. Mm. Baba Yaga. All right, so Kevin, <laughs> out of ten, where do you get this film? Uh definitely a ten. It's always going to be a ten on the action scale um, because you can't you can't score this movie as a, a like a whole encompassing film. It's just an entertainment ride full of interesting ways to think about killing people that you don't like. Um, and I enjoyed it. Um, I just really, really loved the fact that he was opening those motorcycle helmets and shooting motherfuckers in the face. Oh my god, that shit was great. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. because like, yo, these bulls ain't fucking working. Yo, that shit was just this. The ingenuity and the the way they come up with the imaginative way they tell the, to kill people in this shit, like that makes it seem real. And like John Wick's a real person, and like you're rooting for John, like. Oh, I didn't even know you could kill somebody because these odds are impossible because these niggas got bulletproof everything. Like, so yeah, it was just uh, a 10 on the action scale. It doesn't get any better than that. Um, Lawrence Fishburne is, is, is fucking great. Um, I'm ready to see what he has playing. He's a king in the sewers, and I'm down with it. Uh, I love the movie. All right. Um, Rashani, out of 10. Ingenuity is John Wick walking into a barn with a gang of killers behind them and smacking the horses on their ass so then the horses <laughs> knock them niggas the fuck out. Brilliant, however, is when they run up into that antique shop where they got all them knives and cabinets. Yeah, that's what we talked about. And yeah. they're all fighting, pulling shit off the si- Oh, my God. Bro, that's niggas. the first 10 minutes of the movie. That's first why it's 10. so crazy. That's crazy. And that's why that's the first 10. That's why this the first 11, nigga. I'm giving this movie an 11 out of 10. Fantastic. Bravo. Fantastic. And, you know, it was one of those action movies that I literally sat back and giggled at it. I giggled at the mm-hmm. fight scenes. When the two brothers were fighting against John Wick 
and they were complimenting him. Like, everybody who fought him complimented the shit out of him before they tried to kill him. And it was just like, John is like, can y'all stop complimenting me and let's just go? Look, this series is only going to get better because Keanu Reeves is a vampire who likes kung fu. Yeah, all facts, all facts. And so... When John Wick 9 comes out and he still looks the same... Not a wrinkle on his face. Not one. I'm still going to be there for it. Everybody in this movie played a such a perfect role. Angelica Houston was so jod, yeah. oh just regal, and yet evil at the same time. And then when he got to the head of the high table and was like, what are you... And he was like, what are you going to give me? And that nigga chopped his finger off. And he knew it? Oh, my God. That shit was crazy. This whole movie was in... It it was so magnificent. It was so wonderful. And this is all because that kid in the first movie killed his dog and stole his car. Mm -hmm. I get it. Wasn't that Theon? (laughs) Yep. Theon. Of course it was Theon. Theon, yep. Of course it was was Theon. Theon. Yep, he reeked that nigga. <laughs> yeah, this is absolutely a ten out of ten. If for no other reason than Lawrence Fishburne getting his fingers chopped off. Uh, mm. Anytime Larry, wait, gets wait, up. wait. One thing with Lawrence Fishburne with that part because you know he survives to the end. They only cut him six times. If y'all go back and watch that scene, they cut him six times and let him live. I wonder why. That- We'll find out in the next one. We when you watch out. it again, because I'm going to buy the shit out of that movie. Absolutely. When you watch it again, six cuts, and then they stopped. So, yeah, yeah go see this film. It's still in theaters. If you haven't seen it, run and see it. Uh, sorry we're behind our reviews, but we're going to catch up real quick. We're but, about uh, to have a massive drop. Massive basketball drop. season's over. Uh, I'm, I'm in the we building. Back. So, uh, yeah, go see John Wick 3. It's great. We'll be right in that theater day one for John Wick 4. And, um, yeah, so uh, thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the Single Simulcast. Uh, listen to Rashani's podcast uh, and the Dream Team and Unburdened and all his podcasts. They're great. They're fantastic. Go subscribe. You should have been subscribed. He's been doing this for a long time now. Uh, subscribe to our show on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, leaves a five-star review. And like I said, we're about to drop a bunch of reviews, so check us out for the rest of them. Thank you for listening.